Hello, people, and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee. I'm Todd, and I am going to talk to you about something uh, that's very personal to me because it is me. Uh, what do you think about that? I've never actually uh, told you my story uh, on Jesus and Coffee, and I think it's kind of important to do. We've been talking about it at church and we went through a rooted study with a group and talked about giving your testimony. And so I am going to give my testimony on Jesus and coffee and I'm going to call it testimonificationalism. That's the word for this week, testimonificationalism. So let's do it. Hi, this is Todd. I do stuff and sometimes I record it. This is another episode of Jesus and coffee. Enjoy. Coffee. So, testimonificationalism. Well, I've uh, we recently went through the rooted study uh, at our church. We in a small group. It's, it's rooted. It gets you rooted within a group of people, and it gets very personal. And one of the weeks was giving your testimony, and I've given my testimony before. Um, to people, and uh, it's kind of a boring testimony. I always thought of it as a boring testimony, like it's nothing exciting. But when I went ahead and I gave my testimony in our small group, it kind of was a little bit of revelation, both for Tammy and I and my wife and I, that our testimonies aren't boring. They're, they're just our testimony. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you my story. I was Basically, I was born in the church, not literally in a church, but basically born in the church. So my parents were singers. They met singing in a band in college, in a group in college called Continental Singers and an Act One company. And so they were singers at church. And my grandpa was the music pastor. So we were at church all the time and we would go to other churches on the weekends. And we were very entrenched at church and it was usually music based. And I was at Sunday school every Sunday and learning learning the stuff and, and hearing the stories and really being uh, being at church a lot, which gave me a very good base. I went to a Christian elementary school. I went to um, all of the extracurricular activities that happened at church, and those were just part of life. So early for me, early on, I was, I believe I was five, could be wrong, but I believe I was five, and I was in the kitchen on it was like a Saturday afternoon and I was eating a blueberry bagel. Why do I remember that? I don't know, but I remember that. I was eating a blueberry bagel in the kitchen and I was slouched down against the drawers behind me. And for some reason I was looking at the blueberry bagel and I remembered some of the things that were talked about in Sunday school. I said, Jesus, I want you to come into my heart and live in there forever. And I want to be a Christian. Please forgive me of my sins. And I became a Christian in all sense of the word, everything that I have learned and, and knew up to that point, I asked Jesus to be in my heart. And I do truly believe, especially because I remember a blueberry bagel. That's so weird. But I remember doing that and I remember meaning it. And ever since then, I've considered myself a Christian. And in most senses of being a Christian, I've followed that. So I became a Christian at five going still going to Sunday school hearing all the stories doing all the all the Bible Christian church stuff and my parents were in the praise band and then I began uh, playing instruments and then I was nine years old and my parents got divorced I was still in a Christian school still going to church every Sunday 
Um, but my parents got divorced when I was nine years old and that kind of messed me up a little bit. I was, um, I was angry. I didn't like it, but I didn't talk about it. I was just, I was fine. I was like, my parents would ask me, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm whatever. Where's the, where's the baseball? Where's the football? Where's the soccer ball? I would, I just was, I was, I would kept myself busy. I didn't talk about it. Didn't think about it, but I, I was angry. I wasn't happy about it. But we continued to go to church. I went to church with dad on one weekend and church with mom on another weekend to a different church. But I continued in the church and heard all the Sunday school stories. In sixth grade, I left the Christian school, Christian private school, and went to a public school. And that's where I got a little more, not that I didn't see and hear things at my private school, but that's when I really got into more worldly things and seeing what was going on. I was in sixth grade at a party a birthday party for one of my friends and that was the first time that I saw first time I saw weed and beer and that was kind of a little bit surreal I didn't really know what was going on but I was there in a bathroom with my friends and they were doing drugs and drinking beer I didn't touch the stuff nobody was there stopping me nobody was there saying hey you shouldn't do that but I just didn't do it and I don't really know specifically why I just didn't do it Looking back now, I think I'm kind of crazy anyways, and so I didn't need any extra steps of craziness in all of whatever I was doing. So maybe I knew that I didn't want, I don't know, but I didn't do it. And that was just kind of weird. I, my parents had got divorced, I changed schools, and I'm in a situation where I could just kind of go off the handle, and I didn't. And I really, honestly, I really don't know why, but I didn't. Um, and so then life goes on and I continue playing sports and I played the drums in junior high and I played in the praise band at church and uh, I played baseball and football and I was all with athletes and hanging out with a bunch of different types of people and got exposed to lots of different kinds of attitudes and words and, and lifestyles. Yet I never really strayed from my Christian beliefs, from my moral compass. I mean, I sure I made mistakes here and there from you know I had normal kid stuff but I never went over the edge that I could have gone um, and I continued to go to church and I was involved in church and I was I was involved in basically being a Christian ever since then and continued through after every, my parents were divorced and all that stuff and it was it was just kind of what I did and towed the line and I don't know really I still don't really understand why but it was something internally that uh, just made sense to me. And so I kept going and I'm playing football and I'm around locker room talk, you know, and all that, that uh, culture of, of being cool and, and partying on the weekends. And I continued to hang out with all my friends and, and, but I never, I never really did that. I was the crazy funny guy and everybody seemed to enjoy me. I got invited to stuff, but I never drank. I never smoked. I never did any of that stuff and I really don't know why it just was something that that naturally naturally I just chose not to do it and so went through high school met Tammy at 16 she was 15 and we dated for well since then till now so it's been 19 years now and uh, we were together a lot and we hung out with a lot of different people and a lot of different scenarios um, and one of the things that I'm really uh, I used to be scared to say that I was proud of this, but I'm I'm really 
proud to say that we were virgins all the way until we got married at 21 and 20. And that was uh, a rarity, I think, now looking back, talking about that with our friends. And, and that was something that I was, I wasn't embarrassed to talk about before. It was something I felt like, well, if I, if I say that we waited until we were married, how's it going to make other people feel? Or how's that going to be uh, perceived? And so I didn't really talk about that much, but then when we were giving our testimonies in Rooted, the, the feedback that we got from our, our group is that it was an encouragement. It wasn't, they didn't feel uh, demeaned or that we were, we were talking down to them or that we looked differently on them because we didn't. We love everybody in our group. We, my wife and I just, we love people in general. And it was, uh, it was very eye-opening for us to get that feedback, that it was encouraging to see that you know, it's possible not, I mean, we made mistakes. I don't want to make it sound like we're perfect, but to not go down the path that so many people go down where they have to hit rock bottom and then they all of a sudden have this revelation and their, their life is changed. But yeah, I always thought my testimony was just a boring testimony, but really it's from that feedback that we got from sharing it with our group, that it was an encouragement to say that it's possible, especially those of us who have kids to say, I mean, we have three kids and we would love <laughs> for our kids' testimony to be boring, you know, to be something that nobody, it's not an exciting testimony. It's not, oh yeah, well, hey, we, uh, you know, I was living on the street and then all of a sudden I had a revelation and, and uh, now I'm saved and now I'm doing God's work. It's, it's, I'd love for our kids to not do that. I think most people would feel that way too. And I think that I think the biggest difference, if I if I really think about why, why was I able to continue in making the choices that I did and, and following the path that I did again, not that it was perfect and I make mistakes and I'm a sinner just as much as anybody else. But I think the reason that was different for me is it wasn't a head thing as much as it was a heart thing. Like I've got a lot of friends, not a lot of friends. I have some friends. Um, that we grew up with in church and they were on fire and they knew scripture and they were quoting stuff and they were evangelizing and I wasn't evangelizing like they were and I wasn't outwardly spoken like they were. Um, but now they're not outwardly spoken and some of them are questioning their faith and that's just where they're at from where they were. And I've never gone off that path, but I never really had the I never had the head knowledge like I had the heart and passion for it. But yeah, so I've been, became a Christian when I was five, parents got divorced when I was nine, went through high school and college, went to college on a football scholarship. So I was around partying all the time away from my then girlfriend, then fiance, um, and still stayed pure and were, we were able to, to make it through. And it was, it was only by the grace of God that we were able to do any of that. Uh, and I think that's a true testament to what God can do for you in your life if you really give it over to him. And then from there, we got married at 21 and 20 and we got three kids and we still go to church and we still serve in church and we love serving in church and love playing music and, and love teaching kids. And now starting to um, get in the world of, of actually speaking out on our faith is a really, really cool thing. And we've been, you know, I think super happy ever since I 
Tammy seems to be happy too, but all right. Well, that's it. That's the testimony. Thanks for listening. Hope this was encouraging to you. And uh, I'd actually love to see if there's anybody else that wants to give their testimony uh, on Jesus and coffee. So you come on, talk with me and give your testimony. We can talk about it and cry about it and be angry about it. Whatever. I think it'd be good. I like that idea. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully you were blessed by this and uh, God's going to use it in some way. I have no idea what or how it's going to be used, but hopefully it is. All right, guys, drink up and be blessed. See you next time. This has been Jesus and Coffee. Remember to subscribe on YouTube at Todd Does Stuff, Periscope at T. Fraser SoCal, and the Phrase Cast on iTunes. See you next time.